Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special Halloween episode of Vodka O'Clock Podcast. And before I, we get into our annual, annual now, I'm going to make it declared, um, our Halloween guest, Howie Knoll, uh, just want to remind you that Cardiac Arrest, my first mystery novel, actually is perfectly timed for the Halloween season. It takes place during, uh, during the fall. So if you're looking for a medium-boiled, cozy mystery, then uh, go pick up Cardiac Arrest. And also go to patreon.com slash Amber Unmasked to sponsor the show, the site, and my work. Um, if you are looking by any chance for older episodes of Vodka O'Clock, it's possible you can only find them on amberunmasked.com because um, I've archived some of them off of the streaming services. So everything else, the more current, up-to-date stuff is still on iTunes and Stitcher. So Howie is back. Hello. Hello. Two years in a row, right? Yes. Yeah. So now it's going to just be tradition. The annual tradition. Yes. Even, even um, if I pass away, you can contact me. Of course I will. I know all about the paranormal, so I will I will come back every year for the show. Exactly. And and that will be a hoot. Um I will get out the boards and cards and tea leaves and we will do that. Exactly. I've I have been um breaking out my tarot cards more often recently, so You know how to read them. Yeah. Yeah, and I still have a lot of doubt even though I've been doing it for so long. It's just one of those things. Well, that's just a that's just a me personality trait with absolutely anything. I think it's good for people to take that as at a that take that kind of stuff as an entertainment face value. Well, it is. You know, and because the people that are trying to the people that do it and then try to drive you to give them money more money than just a reading would take is kind of mm-hmm. you know when they're like, well, if you give me so and so, I can help you, you know, avoid this evil. Oh yeah, but reading yeah. takes a turn. And, and <laughs> that it shouldn't that's- take. Yeah, those are the people that end up in court. Exactly. I I, yeah. I I always get read correctly by those kind of things. I, I'm sure it's – I don't know what it is, but if I go like palm reading or tarot card reading or psychics, you know, they'll – they like I'm easy to, I don't know, peg or read. Like it always comes – it's always true. And they're not just generic things, but it's just like, you know, it's like all seems right to me. So I'm all, I'm always interested in that stuff. Cool. That's good because I know, you know, there's obviously reasons to be skeptical about anything and, you know, people can be crappy. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm skeptical of politics. Sure. That's who you should be really worried about (laughs) because you see, um, even though it's the entire campaign season has seemed like a Saturday Night Live episode, um, you know, at least when we're doing things like reading tarot cards or tea leaves, we have to put up signs that say for entertainment purposes only. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas poli- politicians don't do that every time they open their mouths, which they should. No, no, no. Even though we have a professional entertainer running, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is um, these creepy clowns. <laughs> These creepy clown things. I mean, we're, you know, we're going to get into all of it. I want to find out where Terra Normal is and mm-hmm. stuff. But the fact that it's really rampant right now, the fact that I have seen towns that I've lived in on the news, which are like seriously middle of nowhere towns, yeah. um, have they've been on the news about these creepy clowns in parks and, and everything. Now, the last time this happened was around 2014. Um, there were sightings in California, New Mexico, and Indiana, like all over the place. 
And it ended up being the virtual marketing of a film called Clown, produced by Eli Roth. So, you know, I suspect that this was originally started again this year as another movie propaganda thing to get people all riled up. But there are like college campuses now having weird clown hunting riots at night. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, I was talking to my dad about this, but I'm not, see, I'm on the perspective that the world was always crazy. So I, I, I think social media and the fact that we have such, we can get knowledge so much quicker now. I mean, and that's what's, this is spreading these, these, uh, clowns i mean these people dressing up like this are reading it online and then going to copy it and i i think um if you go to some of these rural towns and you dress like that it's at your own risk because there's a lot scarier things than clowns hiding in the houses i mean i've lived in <laughs> i've lived in places where what's happening in the houses and with you know on farms and stuff is a lot creepier than what any clown could, could you know be capable of well, one of the uh, the pictures that the news I, I watch ABC in the morning, and one of the pictures that showed was some clown on a bridge holding a big long like rifle or shotgun. Well, then or you're gonna get killed. I mean, and yeah, it's get like killed, and that's uh, it's like, dude, when the police shoot you, that's, you know, that's allowed. yeah, I mean, in that case, I mean, you can't have a weapon. Uh, I heard they're carrying machetes in certain towns. Uh, yeah, that that was, you know, again, something that they've done before. And people have a right to hit you with their car. And I think <laughs> because they're, you know, that's not just a costume. It's not Halloween, you know, where you're having fun or whatever. Because um, they're, you know, I, I don't think, I'm not a person that's afraid of clowns, so I don't get it. Um, My mother is. She, mother is terrified. She, oh, yeah. I, Absolutely. I luckily don't have that fear. I'm, I just don't. I'm not afraid by it. Even when they try to make them creepy, I'm like, all right. I mean, I guess if I was in my house and I turned around, there's a clown there. I'd be creeped out. But that's because somebody's in the house. It wouldn't belong. Right. There. Right. I, anything like like snakes. If I saw a snake in my house, I'd be like, ah. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm typically not afraid of snakes, but when I had to try and, and free one, I just didn't want to like pick it up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, because I don't, you know, I don't know anything about them. What am I going to do? But I had an absolute ridiculous uh, anxiety attack over the weekend because there was a giant wolf spider crawling on the bed next to the bed I was in. And I fucking lost it. Well, that's it. a good excuse to have one, though. I've had, yeah. I've had, I've had them over way less things than a spider. Yeah, than a spider. <laughs> so, yeah, so then it doesn't help. That I there's there's also new episodes of Criminal Minds on Netflix. <laughs> so the clowns and coupled with Criminal Minds, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm of course I'm trying to be all smart, and I'm like, how many people are going to use this as forensic countermeasures? They're really going to be committing crimes while trying to just blend in with the clown meme, and you know they're going to be really you know then it's going to take away from the actual origin of if the clowns were there for some innocent reason like a film promotion you know they're secretly you know breaking into buildings and stealing things or molesting people or whatever i think it's a bunch of um bored people um and i think they're trying to get on the news or social media yeah it's mostly a hoax and it's mostly rumors and where it is true um i mean i they should just like Go to the Bronx and do it and see what happens. I mean, just, you know, go to downtown Baltimore and dress like a clown and see what happens. 
you're really, you don't get your uh, yeah, beat. just go and go into, you know, go to Detroit, dress like a clown and act tough and scary, and we'll see what happens. Because mm-hmm. I think people like that just need a lesson sometimes. I've learned lessons in my life, so I don't need to dress like a clown. Well, people. I, the people, have you seen that the dude posted something about a school? Like if you live, if you go to a school, yeah, no. that's not cool. Um, nowadays, things, things yeah. changed. So, so it's like a terroristic threat. Right, you it's should like, go to yeah. Guantanamo or wherever they send you. Yeah, I mean, those those guys in uh, Times Square that wear the, you know, like Captain America and Spider-Man outfits and stuff, they're, they can be way more. They're just as frightening. Right. They're, you know, they're, they're the same thing. Like yeah. they're supposed to be there. It's supposed to be something that's innocent and pure. And yeah. instead it's, they're aggressive. The snowman dirty. Olaf from Frozen. Oh, I swear it's always dirty and he frightens me. Like he's like a, he's like a, like a, um, that late winter snowman, you know, you build with the dirty snow. Where it's the been, gr- he's been peed on a few yeah, times. Yeah, it's real, it's, it's black from the. Yeah, from the yeah, the kick up. That's what Olaf looks like in Times Square. And there's also in 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 Las Vegas. There's really dirty minions, and I don't mean like dirty, like cool Vegas dirty. I mean like they're dirty, like they need washed. <laughs> and they, I mean, those guys get arrested and shit. Well, they should. But as long as the um, bikini, the top, the, the topless chicks are there, because yeah. that's art. I went yeah. to art school, so they should be allowed. To, I mean, getting a photo with them is like art. I haven't done it, but I've seen them, and I applaud their efforts. Yeah, and now, so now there's like painted blue boxes that you have to stay in, <laughs> and they're they're not allowed to chase you down the block like they used to. Yeah, they weren't out there when it was raining. I was just in the city. They weren't out there, and I was sad because I was like, "Where's the commitment?" <laughs> they're probably not allowed to be out there without the paint. Is that the rule? Oh yeah, yeah. That I mean, well, no. In New York, you're actually allowed to be topless, really? but yeah. Um, but I think it's one of those things where pasties, like as long as the nipple is covered, <laughs> it's sort of considered covered. Like as long as you have just that, you know, two inch spot covered, you're all you're all good. At least that's the way it is in New Jersey. You have to have the nipple covered. Um, but New York is actually one of the cities that that you can be topless. There's topless uh, reading clubs in Central Park. I need to get on top of this. Yeah. But I don't want to be topless. That's the sad thing. I have a body issue. Oh. understand and heal me. You know who started the topless thing? I think the Naked Cowboy did it. And I'd like to applaud his efforts. Yeah. Uh, see, that always annoyed me because it's like, <laughs> dude, you're not naked. You're not naked. He's not. And it's probably for the best. Probably. We had him pose with my first graphic novel, Mr. Scoodles, yeah. and uh, he was like, I can't read this, I'm working. And we're like, no, just act like you're reading it. He was like, cool. And he did it. I mean, who knows? Like, maybe 30 years ago when he started, there's, there's just, but, you know. Yeah, so that's, uh, so the creepy clowns are, are rampant in, in the area, and the fact that they're even out here in Nowheresville is uh, quite interesting. I think that's the worst place to find one when you're driving down on a dark road and you see a clown. Oh, I think it's legal to hit them. I mean, that's my <laughs> opinion, but if you're driving with a clown, you're allowed to veer into them. You know, I bet it would be some sort of viable defense that it was, you know, it's a legitimate phobia. I got scared. I, I veered off the road. It's a, oh, and yep. I aimed for him. Well, maybe you shouldn't say that part. 
shouldn't say aim for him or yeah. It could just be yeah. He's magnetic That's, to my car. Yeah, that you didn't think it was real, so you tried to drive through it. Maybe I don't know. Just say he was in the middle of the road and came out of nowhere. Yeah. So no clowns on your porch then this year. No, and I've never been. I was thinking about buying these little clown lights, but I didn't. They have little clown heads you could stick in the yard, but I went with skulls instead. But maybe those oh, skulls maybe those skulls used to be clowns. Uh, oh, there you go. Like I've never been into the creepy clown thing, but did you see they banned? So Home, yeah. Home Depot's banning their peeper. Uh, yes, yeah, I did. They're like that. It was like a decal or something. Yeah, creepy, creepy. It's this little, it's this little uh, dummy head with hands, and it looks like he's peeping into your. Now I'm like, do you put that on your own window, or do you put it inside your window so it's looking well, out? Cause are that's... you peeping on yourself? Is that the point of that? It's probably supposed to be something like that. Like you put it in your own house. But <laughs> Who wants to be peered at? But I have a feeling that's not what happens. <laughs> I put it on, you know, you got to put it on your friend's house without them knowing. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's one of those things where it's just like, ooh, poor taste. Yeah. They're banning the peeper doll. Um, <laughs> there was, there. I, I've only ever seen it on like, I don't know, I guess somebody made it because I don't think it's actually commercially available. But there's a bath mat that when your feet are wet, so you're getting out of the shower and your feet are wet, the bath mat, which is white, turns like, like gives bloody footprints from the water on your feet. Yeah, I like that. And, um, yeah, so I think it was just one of those things where, you know, somebody came up with it, but it never was something that was made and commercially available. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. I, 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 I'm never going to decorate the bathroom. That's so much effort. Yeah, that's some dedication. I don't want to mess with people when they go in the bathroom and drunk at a party. You know, that's just. Right. You don't want to lift up that lid and see something you're not yeah. expecting. Yeah. That could be. I do have, I am guilty though, because downstairs, um, downstairs we have a shining bathroom. So I guess I am the, the jerk that does that already. I have guilty. I have a shining themed bathroom. So like the red one. Yeah. Where Grady cleans off his uh, avocado drink off Jack, I have that bathroom. It's all red, and uh, so I think I've already I'm, I'm guilty. So I take it back. I did take time fully decorating a bathroom forever. <laughs> but if an average person just walked in there, would it, would they be scared, or would they just think, oh well, he's got weird. yeah, it's a little artsy, right? It's not, yeah. it's got that, but it does have that picture of Jack with the crowd. So maybe that creeps them out, but I don't, I don't think so. I think it's too artsy. Plus, then I have a Darth Vader shower head in there. It's subtle. <laughs> so subtle. It's the shining part is subtle. I don't think the Darth Vader. It's a weird mix of every, every Star Wars and Shining in that bathroom. That's what's happened. So and that's very artsy. We were supposed to um, be. Well, we went to the Catskills for the weekend, and there were supposed to be a couple of bonfires sitting around and telling ghost stories and stuff. And because it was rainy and crappy, we didn't do that part. Um, so I was thinking, I'm like, you know, but the thing is, like, we are living one of the scariest stories, and that is this election. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like the worst of human history, but it could but be. It's the worst in um, recent, and I don't care what side you're on. I mean, yeah. I have friends, you know. All, it's, all from all angles, and it's it's uh, just one of those things where it's, it's like you know this is how it starts, 
you know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. learn, learn from history. Exactly. We have our, and we have vote shaming now, which is so awesome. I think we're in that modern area where there's, you're not supposed to shame about so many things, but we do have vote shamers. You do have vote shaming. Yeah. And you're not, so, I mean, no. whatever happened to it being secret, like it's supposed to be your business. <laughs> I know when you go in, that's why they have a booth. It's like the adult area in the old video stores. Yeah. That's my private time. And you're not supposed to judge me when I'm there. Yeah. And I write in like Alfred E. Newman. But I, yeah, so this, this event we were at in the Catskills, um, because it was rainy and, and kind of crappy, I am not a type of person that enjoys camping. Oh, I don't like it either. So this was basically one step above camping in that there was shelter and plumbing. No, you're not really camping. But, um, but it was like a campground and it was not like, it was not particularly great accommodations. Did you sleep um, on the floor? No, there were really, really awful lumpy beds. Okay. That's kind of camping. That's kind of camping. And like I said, the one had a giant spider on that it. That is, that's camping. Did you have there were any, no, any mouse poop? Uh, Well, no, not that I saw. I mean, it did seem co- like clean, just very old. Like this is stuff that had been decorated in the 60s mm-hmm. and had never been changed, including the giant Zenith TV that... No need to bolt it down because it probably weighs 200 pounds. Oh, wow. Um, but there were no screens on the windows. And I know in, like, hotels you can't even open the window. But there were no screens. So, I, you know, I, I tried to open the window to air out the 30-year stanky marijuana smell. <laughs> and I suspect that might be where the spider came from, from having the windows open with no screens. Oh, yeah. But I don't yeah, know. he probably was looking for that. So... Um, yeah, so that was – it was an odd event. I think it had potential. But the problem – oh, another problem was that the locals – because it's this cool resort thing, so it's like all these different cabins, and they had a haunted house um, there. Uh, and then there's like this, the main lodge building. So there's like no Wi-Fi. My phone literally did not work unless at all except for like in the dining hall. And that was barely. Like my messages weren't even going through. So – um, what, did you go in the haunted house? No, hell no. <laughs> so I was scared enough. I and then so the thing was so like there's a pub that the locals like use as their local redneck biker bar, uh-huh. and I mean biker bar because this resort they make their main profit off of a big biker convention. So. There were people doing like carnival sideshow acts in in the pub the one night, and they were there for us for our event. And the locals were there, and this one guy had his beer muscles on and actually like interfered with the one performance. Like you know, they had a, they had a plastic sheet down a tarp with broken glass on it in order for them to walk across it and jump on it and stuff like that. And this guy's like, oh, this glass isn't sharp enough. And they're like, fine, chug your beer and we'll use your bottle. And he couldn't even chug his beer because, you know, he had to just be a dick about it. So they waited patiently, took his bottle and took somebody else's bottle and smashed it up on top for fresh glass. And we're doing their thing. And this guy was just like being an ass then throughout the entire show. It's like there's a woman here having balloons stapled to her and blow darts shot at her. 
and you're going to be an ass and go up and like make some kind of remark to her. Like, no, like, first of all, she's married. Second of all, you're not getting that. You're not like, don't, don't even try it. Like, I don't know how much cheap beer you've had, but stop. He was the heckler. Yeah. The local oh, heckler. Yeah. So it was just like, I'd rather, you know, I like events where they're kind of like exclusive, like you are there with your people that paid to be there or whatever. And yeah. Anytime there's somebody there for free, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So it was just, it was just weird. Um, so we do have some other Halloween-y events, things that we might be going to. I don't know if you heard about it, the rise of the jack-o'-lanterns. No, where's that? It's going to be up at the Meadowlands. Um, but they do, they do several cities. They do like somewhere out in New York, Los Angeles, Boston, and another California city. What does it entail? What do you? I think it's um, it's like the, when the master pumpkin carvers put on kind of uh, a thing that you walk through and you get to see the different pumpkin sculptures. Oh, that's cool. So it's um, you know, so I've never seen a before and so we're gonna maybe check that out yeah that's so that's like the guys that can make them into like predators right so yeah if you watch halloween wars on food network yeah man i can't like i can draw but i can't do stuff like that i bet you could (sighs) cutting like that i don't know (laughs) that's like sculpting i i got cheated out of an award when i was in grade school though for designing a jack-o'-lantern you were supposed to draw on on it and i did an awesome ultimate warrior and they conspired to prevent me from winning because they had deemed I had won too much. Aww. I think that was like... You were the, fifth, the gifted art kid? Yeah, in fifth grade, they've determined I won too much. And I think they told the rest of the world and because that's how it's happened. But like, I think <laughs> they, 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 they got together and wrote letters to all submission editors and were like, he's won too much. So starting with this yeah. pumpkin, just say No, No Eisner for no, you, man. No, no, because they're going to be like, you won too much. Maybe, maybe I'll get, maybe it'll be lifted that ban on me. Yeah. So I don't, so I am hoping to maybe try carving a real pumpkin this year because I've been doing the foam pumpkins. Yes. Well, those are safe to put outside. Yeah. And, you know, and if you do a really great job, it's cool that, you know, it lasts and it doesn't, it doesn't get thrown away. But, a, you know, a live pumpkin, yeah, you can put outside and, um, you can use real candles. You can't use real candles in, uh, you know, in the film ones. Yeah, no. So they have this standard light-up one. It's like plastic, and you just put it in the window, and it never goes bad, and you just store it away. And it, yeah, exactly. It just goes right back in the box. And yeah, I want to do the cutting thing. I haven't done it in a while, and uh, maybe I'll try to do something fancy. It's all about it's all about the carving and stuff, man. My, I'm, I'm I'm impatient though, and I'd like you know I'm sure that takes them hours. I mean, hours it upon hours. It does, because I am not an artist, and it takes me three hours to to do it with somebody else's art. <laughs> well, with the stencil? Yeah. Oh, it's, I, it's, and you have to scoop out this crap. Oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, and that's extra messy. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I if I do a real pumpkin this year, um, it's like, wow, this, it's going to have to be simpler, because... If I try doing a sculpture one, like an actual relief, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to try it anyway, just to say that I tried. Yeah, it's trying to get to that. Um, well, the problem is I'm going to drink while I do it. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a huge problem. I don't know if those oh. guys are doing that when they're working on those masterpieces. Possibly. Well, well, it's, yeah, if your hands are all slimy, then, you know, then you can't hold a glass. But. Exactly. Or I just <laughs> might give up halfway through. Because in my mind, I can picture it, and then it'll be frustrating if it doesn't happen. I think last year I did too, and so I had drinks in between. <gasps> I can I can draw on people's pumpkins for them to cut, and I feel that's my position in life. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's like Walt, Walt Disney would do. He wouldn't even draw it. He would say, hey, you should draw a mouse on that, and then get them to do it. But, yeah, or maybe he would just give you a sketch on a, on a napkin. Yeah. Yeah, and he, like the Steve Jobs approach. Like I could draw on somebody's pumpkin and be like, there, make it, and then you get like credit for it. That's what those big, really big artists do. You know, these big installation artists, they don't do all the work. Oh, yeah. It's like, you do it, and then they get credit in all the interviews. That's really that's really what everybody should do, I think. So I'm, I had some suggestions um, from a friend of mine to try either Black Panther or, like, the new Ghostbusters. But I haven't seen that. At least I've seen Black Panther. You mean on your pumpkin? Yeah, on the pumpkin. <laughs> what, am I putting all the Ghostbusters? No, I would probably – I would only do one. There's no way I could do four. That's nuts. I would – I jeez, pro- Black Panther's outfit's pretty hard. Maybe his face. Maybe just but see, I think it's I think it's a little simplistic because you could just do the fleshy part of the pumpkin as the black part of the suit, which is most of the suit, and then you only have to cut out the the necklace thing and the eyes. Ooh, you should do him. Yeah, that's way easier because the new Ghostbusters didn't have anything really visually. So yeah, and I and like I said, I didn't see it. So I saw it and I was sad. Oh. I brought I brought my friend and her two daughters to see it too well did the girls like it (laughs) oh it was sad it was sad but i saw other people liked it so i'm glad for them and i wasn't a hater you know like the horrible yeah you can not like something and just not be a jackass and i love uh i love Kristen wig and you know and huge fan i kind of wish she would have written it because she's a really good writer so i think if she would have written it it would have been a little bit better it was just really weird. Like it felt like a, like a, there's another edit of it or something. You know, it's really weird. And like Thor's character isn't a human being. Like, well, I think that was the point. He was supposed to just be robotic. He seems insane. Like I don't know what movie he's from. <laughs> it's bizarre, but well, that's okay. His second movie sucked, where he was Thor. Ah, <laughs> Thor, Thor two. Thor two was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. I was so excited because I was like, more Loki, more Loki. And it was just abysmal. It was uh, it was really quite unwatchable. I've gotten to that point where I think they've made so many comic book movies. I never thought we'd get to this point, but I'm kind of like, I'm almost worn out. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> at least at least now we have some time like between like, you know, Batman versus Superman came out. So now we've got some time before. We have to see, you know, Justice League. Yeah, and, like, I have to see them. That's another problem. Like, I feel like there was such a dearth growing up that I have to, I owe it. But Mm -hmm. I'm wondering when that's going to stop. It's going to happen. Well, we have also, I mean, you kind of get, like, your your weekly fill, too, because of the TV shows, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Gotham. I did quit S.H.I.E.L.D. 
I did. I, I've, I've, most people I know have quit. Shield. I, quit. I have. Ne- I never got into it. I got like two episodes in. And I'm like, uh, I can't watch. Me it. too. And I went to New York Comic Con the year they had a presentation, and they didn't care. None of the stars were there. They had. Um, I don't even remember what their character names are. Fix it and Simmons, something like that. Those two actors were there, and they didn't want to be there. And I think I think um, like Arrow has a better fan um, interaction that like that cast. Oh, that guy's everywhere. He actually Stephen Amell is like, freaking everywhere. He liked a Facebook post of mine when I drew him for wrestling because it got on TV. He liked the picture. So, so I heard that he actually like is one of the owners of one of the conventions, which is why he's there. Yeah, is it heroes and villains? Yeah. yeah now which, he acts as an agent to them. Yeah. So um, one more reason to come to New Jersey is to see that. Come see Stephen like, Amell. Come see Stephen Amell. Come see Arrow. Um, the, yeah, because, I mean, I like Supergirl. Have you been watching that? No, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on Netflix, and I'm going to because... So that's what I did. I just married. I love Supergirl. I love, and I liked, um, I liked, I liked, I liked her on Smallville too when it was a different actress. So, well, what's funny is that actress comes back as a villain. Oh, does she? I love her. Yeah. She's, I don't know. She looks like Mystique, but apparently <laughs> she's a brainiac. She's one of the brainiacs, but they, for whatever reason, completely co- colored her as Mystique. And it's like, I really don't think she was supposed to be her name's indigo but they made her like really blue yeah. with the orange hair that's weird that's a mystique that's yeah mystique. it's like she's a brainiac why can't you just make her look like the other brainiac did you know she has a werewolf tv show on netflix yes she's i have been, never watched just, it but i dare you to get through the first episode <laughs> i think it's called bitten. it's called bitten and i like the logo and uh i watched it and it's kind of like it's kind of like when I'd go see an R-rated movie and my sisters would cover my eyes during sex scenes. And then you watch it and there was no sex, like Lost Boys. Like, I thought there'd be uh-huh. this huge sex scene with Star and there's not. That's kind of like Bitten. It's censored for you. But it seems like it'd be real steamy. But it's like PG. Oh, interesting. Because I tried, I tried watching the originals, which I did not know was a spinoff of The Vampire Diaries. Is it? Yeah, I don't know anything about... Well, I thought it was going to be like really interesting because it was had them set in New Orleans, and I thought, oh, this is going to be good. But like the sets looked like sets. <laughs> I mean, it looked like it would have been really good as a school play. Yeah, but but yeah. it's not a school play; it's a professional production. But, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. I mean, yeah, so so that's that's where I am on on marathoning supernaturally stuff and comic book stuff. <laughs> But yeah, I have to. I do. I do keep up with with the uh, Gotham. I have to watch it tonight. See, I I'm I am I'm backlogged. I got through, I got through part of the first season, and then the balloon guy came on, and I was lost. A lot of people hated that episode, but I I I liked it because to me it did seem like something that would be in the country. Oh, it definitely would have been. It was so cheesy. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, this balloon. I mean, he's killing people with balloons. And it just, it, it disturbed me. I don't know something about it. I thought, There's literally 50-50 with me. 50% of it, I detest. I think and, if and, you add their ages together, Batman's a real creep. He's oh. beating up senior citizen. I mean, by the time he gets older, isn't he? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, that's why they're trying to not make them the actual character names that we know them oh. as. 
They're trying to fudge it. Like, there's a guy who is totally the Joker, but he's not called the Joker. And then they basically make Barbara Keene Harley Quinn, and but she's not called Harley Quinn. She's, you know. Oh, because, yeah, she's supposed to be like. Yeah. So it's like you can you can basically tell that that's who these people are, except for like the penguin. The penguin is the penguin. Um, you, and he is the best part of the yes, show. Yes. Yes. That guy's great. Do you think you could have done that show, but had Bruce Wayne just when he was training to be a ninja and then he leaves and then comes back and that's the end of the show? Yes. Like Smallville. You know where yeah. he was like older? So Especially a 12 year old. Yeah, it was especially because they, for for two whole seasons, they did not write this kid well. No, no, he was like angry and he, drawing pictures. He was terrible, and he they didn't start writing and directing him well until the end of the very end of the second season. So, um, so he's finally kind of better, um, but you know who knows? Who knows? I mean, because that hasn't been explored him before he went to training because Batman Begins. You know, they only showed it a little bit. Yeah, but I'm just, it's like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know kids, but they're like, like, I just can't imagine this kid. He's now like in this season, he's 15 and like running his company. No, no. I'm like, what is this shit? I'm like, I'm like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. (laughs) I mean, yeah. How many 15 year olds go to board meetings? Like it's just, like it's, it's it's comic books and it's not supposed to make sense, but it's just really, I'd, I'd rather see the hokey stuff like the gargoyle guy flying out the window than a, you know, 14 year old in a board meeting. That's absolutely terrible. I kind of want to watch it though. But they, yeah. So, so hopefully they're, they're making him better. But uh, thank goodness they did bring uh, Jada Pinkett Smith back as Fish Moon. Yeah, she's awesome. Because for a while there, they well, they did have her kind of there, but she was like in this weird underground situation where she was captured. So she actually wasn't out interacting with the rest of the cast. She was like in this whole other story of her own. And it sucked. They can't get her for the entire show is what that means. Is That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh, they just can't afford yes. her. Um. And so now it's like seems back and and much more like in, like integrated and fluid. That happened with Brock Samson on the Venture Brothers, and it hurt me. That character would like disappear because they couldn't get the they couldn't act, get the actor. The voice actor's too expensive and too busy. Yeah, so, uh-huh. oh, it was bad. It hurts because that was like one of my favorite shows. It happens, though, man. I think things sometimes go on too long. And I'm not saying like this show shouldn't go on forever. I'm just saying, you know, things don't really end anymore. Like we were talking about with these superhero movies. They're never going to end. Yeah. And Star Wars won't end. I mean, it seems like shows, like, hit their absolute mark at, like, after five seasons. And then some of them keep going, and you can tell that they're dying. Yeah, like, I think only Game of Thrones is getting better. That's the rare that's the rare thing. Like, the, and Breaking Bad kept it at it, but I think they had an they had an end in mind. That's the thing. A lot of these shows don't have ends in mind. Yeah, know, they're not just Breaking, Breaking Bad told a story, yeah. and it was complete. Yeah, and then um, I thought, oh, it's just some of them, like True Blood, which just went on and it hurt. Oh, I gave up so quick on True Blood. I made it through two seasons, and I'm like, oh my god, what is this garbage? You could have watched a third one and been okay. I promise. 
But then you you stopped at a good point, though. I'll be honest, you stopped. I think that pilot is amazing. I think. Yeah, it started off so well, and that's you know, a lot of shows do. They just they start off really well, and it's like, what the hell happened? If only you could have seen the last two seasons. If you think those were, if you (laughs) you bailed in two. If I bailed, they'll end up on Netflix someday. You don't want to. You don't want to put yourself through that. Yeah. Um. But, you know, so speaking of things like this, do, um, are you doing any ghost tours this year or ghost hunts or anything? I just I had a ghost hunt in the summer again to um, to. Oh, why am I blinking? Ah, Penhurst. There we go. Uh, Penhurst Asylum. I, I've done that two years in a row. And um, if anybody they're doing a haunt there and that's outside of Philadelphia. So if anybody is looking for a cool haunted location. That's actually haunted, but they put on a haunted house in one of the buildings. Um, and my friends work in there. Buzz, you know, Buzz, Living right. Corpse, whose Kickstarter's on now. Let me plug him. Yeah, we love Buzz. We love Buzz. So check out his Kickstarter, the Living Corpse, him and Ken and Blair. Um, there, uh, he's, he's doing makeup there again. So, uh, that's a pretty cool thing, but the, we went, I went and ghost hunted there with a group, um, for the paranormal second annual ghost hunt. And, uh, that is the, the, the group that, uh, that showed us around are so nice, you know, and, um, actually becoming more friends with them. And they trusted us to go into this one building. They don't usually let people in because, um, there was a small horror movie being filmed there. So, so while they were finishing up, we got to go with our ghost hunt into this room, this building you don't normally get to go in. And it was, it's frightening. Like there's just it's just one of the most haunted locations like I've ever seen and it is. I thought they were closing to weren't they? Well, there was something going on where they might have gotten a new owner or something, but okay, that happened after. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I know they're doing the haunt again. So because I heard they weren't going to do a haunt, but they are. Um, but when I went there, it was before any of that stuff happened, which was like a couple months beforehand. It was in the summer. And um, there, the, the other, I mean, just it's just a sight to see, like, this run-down hospital. It's exactly what they put in movies and video games. You know, it's, a, it's just mm-hmm. the, with the history of it. Um, and, you know, we just the one thing we maintain is a very respectful atmosphere, you know? Uh, right. Because... The, the history that's in that place is shocking. So, um, and we got a really nice tour of the grounds, um, which I love to see the, the buildings falling apart, you know? Um, so it just falls over time, like part of the building, but they tell you creepy, you know, sad stories about how there was a pool and like, they didn't care. There was a guy in a wheelchair and he just went in oh. just watching him because they got overstat. They got overcrowded. Like, right. Nobody cared. And when that happens, you know, you're going to get a lot of abuse and stuff. So I think what started out as a good idea just over time became a real nightmare. Yeah, that was something if um, if you get the chance to ever go to Steampunk World's Fair, one of the people who is a guest speaker there, um, he is an actual uh, psych- psychiatrist or psychologist. I can't remember now. I think psychiatrist. I can't remember the difference. I know the difference, but I'm trying to remember. One I think he's a psychiatrist. Drugs. Right. One can give you drugs. A psychiatrist can give you drugs. Um, and 
so he actually lectures on the history of the asylum and especially like the Victorian period of the asylum and stuff. And um, him and the, the guy, Chris Sempner, who runs the Edgar Allan Poe Museum, have, have both mentioned, you know, had to had speeches about asylums. And um, because Poe, you know, the, his work often talked about madness yeah. and stuff. So they, you know, their slides are show these horrific um, devices that people were confined to or chained to or crushed in or just like awful, awful situations and about how the, you know, how, how it started to change. And it was more about being kind instead of aggressive to these patients. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And my, that, that that whole first um, the terror book I did I had to do so much research on asylums and I was drawing it constantly so it was really odd to see something you looked up and then you're seeing it in real life like the wheelchair in the in the hallway I mean that's, uh, like it's like oh that's my photo reference but it's right here but it's right yeah here. and um they have, they have a quiet room in Penner's uh, quiet room where they would like uh, pull people's teeth out and stuff when it got real man. Yeah. I mean, there's a torture room where people could observe what was happening. That's just, you know, disturbing stuff that I'm glad was exposed. And I'm mm -hmm. glad it was shut down because in one case, a um, a mother sent her. OK, a mother sent sent like a, one of her children there. Right. The children was kind of, you know, I, I think I had a learning disability because back then it's just, oh, I don't want to deal with it. And That's sent right. the kid sent the other kid that had nothing, you know no problems like that. So she could keep an eye on her. Oh my God. Now you sent a normal kid in there. And then, and this is like famous that over just, if you go, you're going to be over time, you're going to be driven to where everybody else is. Especially right. with the staff not helping. So you had a lot of people that were not classified as mentally ill or have anything, you know? I mean, I mean, if people, they would send people with the, you know, uh, children with down syndrome, they should not be in an asylum. Right. No, I mean, it's fully functional people of society. I, you know, it's just, and they'd be placed when things got real bad. You'd be placed with like murderers. So that's a, you know, that's the scary thing that would happen there when there's no. So, so you're going to have a lot of paranormal activity in a place like that because it's held. Yeah, it kind of holds. You know, kind of like. And that's and that's yeah, it's unfortunate. That's where uh, you know the we the horror fiction genre takes it and runs with it instead of ever letting it heal. Right. Like there's no, there's just no healing that's, that's happening, unfortunately. I mean, although I, you know, I have to say like even like I can handle it to an extent, like Houdini and Doyle. I don't know if you watch that. You're saying that you're way behind on stuff. No, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. It's fantastic. Um, and they, they did an episode like that. Um, so, it was because of uh, Arthur Conan Doyle's father, I guess, had been um, locked up or something. Or, so, um, so it was just it's it was one of those plot lines where you really get put into this character's like head, where he was drugged, so he wanted his body to move and get out, and he couldn't even do it. Like it's really a locked in like feeling. And it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. That's why they keep making fiction about, about this. Yeah. Um, so I, yes, yeah, so that's why I like I can never do. I, I don't think I could ever survive one of those ghost hunts. Yeah, it's um. Well, I, 
Um, I found out when I was doing research for my book that, uh, and I actually dedicated the pinup gallery to this, uh, that one of the most famous caricature artists, because I do caricatures, was, he, he was, he went into an asylum and he passed away there. It's just the kind of stuff you learn. And he's actually the one that invented the big head little body, which is what everybody wants when they get a character. And, uh, yeah, it's Andre Gill. And, uh, he actually passed away. Um, in 1885, I'm just looking at my book here. And, uh, so he passed away in Paris. He was in an asylum. So, um, you know, it's little things like that and they, they'd be forgotten, but like, these are, you know, people that do, you know, worthwhile things and stuff. And, you know, I mean, on a bad day I could be put in, I could go. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I mean, there, there, you know, there were fortunately big changes where they did things like dancing and art yeah. And and things that much more approached a healing yeah. philosophy. So like music was was definitely like one of the key areas where they got you know they actually worked with patients better, obviously instead of torture. Yeah, exactly. Torture um, doesn't really work. Torture doesn't really work. No. Doesn't. But there there are um, there are some other ghost hunts that are not asylum related True. in the area. Um, ghost tours of New Hope in Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania obviously has a ton because it's a massive state. They have Philly, Gettysburg, Lancaster, Strasburg. Gettysburg, have you been there? It's amazing. I've been to Gettysburg a couple of times, but never on like an official paranormal oh, yeah, just, adventure. Just go and you are. So if you went, you were. Paranormal. Yeah, that was just it. It's like it's like I've just been to de- you know like downtown Gettysburg and driven through. You know, I've been through some of the. Uh, battlefields yeah. and stuff. Did you see anything? Um, I've never seen anything. People are saying they see soldiers, and I like try so hard. Like I sit there all day. I've never seen a soldier, but I did. I don't know if I told you the story. I did experience a ghost car. Oh no, this I, is interesting. I, I don't remember the this ghost story ever. So That's okay. with a friend. So there's a witness. We were with a friend, and we were down there, and um, we were trying so hard to see. <laughs> I don't care how stupid it sounds. Trying so hard to see a soldier ghost because they claim, oh, they're just everywhere, you know, which I don't see anything. Well, sure. I think people expect it to look like that scene at the end of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Or like um, the baseball movie with Kevin Costner. Where, yeah. Field of Dreams. <laughs> we're just going to play war, guys. Um, so we were, we were, we we're walking and uh, we heard a car coming up behind us. You know, there's gravelly roads down by um, where all the rocks are. I forget what it's called. It's like Devil's Den. And so we got out of the way because we're like, I, I, you know, I touched him on the arm. I was like, oh, we got to move or this car coming. It felt like a car's coming up. And we turn around. There's nothing there. There's literally no car. But we heard the gravel move right behind us. We both got out of the way of the vehicle. Oh, creepy. But why not a horse and carriage? Why, you know, why? Well, who knows? Maybe somebody died in a car accident on that road. I know. But can I just get a revolutionary war? Can I get a civil war or something? Yeah, you just wanted something more <laughs> more like, historically impactful. Yeah, I got a nineteen seventies Chevy or something coming up behind me. It was so odd. I've never and I know about sound bouncing, but it was literally gravel behind us. I mean it was a car. And you moved out of the way. So go to Gettysburg and you can hear like a an a Ford Focus coming up behind you. <laughs> you never know. You'll never hear the Prius. No, no. <laughs> I would have been run over by the ghost Prius. Um, I yeah I I'm interested in some of the trains like ghost trains and ghost ships are obviously legendary. Um, 
we have, you know, uh, I was up in a Jim Thorpe a while ago. Maybe that was like last year. Um, so I imagine that town probably has has haunted stuff. I'd say all of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's, you know, I mean, because let's face it, I mean, people were killed by the hundreds in the coal mines. Yeah, and just I think, like, I even think the house I grew up in, the one room was haunted. It was creepy as hell. It had one of those tiny little doors. Did you ever Ooh. see one of those? Those little doors. Yes. It had one, and it just didn't feel good to be in there. And I have like, I have like nightmares about that room. Like it was my sister's room. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that. And I'm like, oh, it's haunted now. Now the more they think of it, I'm like, oh, it's haunted. Pennsylvania is very haunted. Yeah. It just is. I don't know why. Because it's old. Probably a lot of old history, you know, and just the fact that they had, well, you know, they have. It's a, plus the, the um, you know, Underground Railroad going through there. Um, so there's. There's just so much tragedy of Pennsylvania. The coal mines, the you know, the slavery. My high school years. Your, yeah. Howie's childhood. The childhood uh, that I went through. Um, they get. Did you go – well, in Gettysburg, did you see the house, the sad story? It was like the blast shot of the war, they say, where the woman was killed by a bullet through the house. Probably, yeah. because I, I know we were there when I was a kid yeah, and, and did touristy stuff. Yeah, they make you cry. Yeah. tragic story and like the war was ending and she was shot it's just that good fun stuff you want to hear while you're on vacation yeah that's not an amusement park i mean like no like take me up to hershey you know <laughs> they take kids there but uh this is when our country was murdering each other yeah when your vacations are all about sad shit <laughs> <laughs> did you have you been so in jersey have you been to the pine barrens I've, I mean, I've been through. I have not, like, wandered through Jersey Devil territory, per se. I don't want to go. Um, but it's there. I heard there's, a, I heard there's a, a ghost that haunts outside the Pine Barrens. It's one of those stories. Well, I think I, the Hookman was from the Jersey. The Hookman? Oh. Wasn't the Hookman originally from Jersey? The guy that hides in the back of your car? Yeah, like, well, I don't know if he's in the car, but, like, yeah, it was always, like, a thing, like, if, you know, people were pulled over and making out and stuff somewhere. Well, there's the, the, you, you haunt, you go to, um, Burnt Mill Road, and, uh, you're supposed to drive there and honk three times. Oh, okay. Well, there's also Shades of Death Road. (laughs) Uh, Shades of Death Road is, um, in my neck of the woods in Warren County. Um, and that was like the, uh, translation from the Indian name of it. Is that an actual address you can have? Like it's an actual address. Like 20, 30 yeah. shades of, Road. yes, you could like, you could be number 13 shades of death road or something. To the wrong street. Yeah. What is that? What happened there? They just, a lot of people die. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and it's just considered like a really, um, creepy place and eerie and, um, that I don't know. There was I the one time for some reason somebody told me, oh, you can never get to the end of it, and I'm like, well, you have to somehow. Like there has to be a, two ends of the road. <laughs> um. So so you do hear hear silly stuff like that, and I also read though. Speaking of uh, local stuff, um, there's an article on Atlas Obscura that has eleven entrances to the underworld. What? 
Sure. Yes, eleven eleven entrances that have actually been identified. A quarter of the hell. And yep, Iceland, uh, China, Turkey, Italy. And there's like so they're all over the world. There's two of them in Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. One of them oh, was my house. Where was it? What? What's what's the? Uh... Okay, so the Seven Gates of Hell in Hellum Township. Wow, that's just too clever. Actually, the town of York. York, Pennsylvania has a portal to hell. Has a portal of hell, and apparently it was just like we were talking about. It was an asylum where there were a series of fences around it and gates, and the gates kept the patients in. Or I guess they were mainly like criminals, if you will, or considered criminals. Um, kept them in, and then they were beaten to death by guards. Try, you know, as they tried to get over these fences and things. So at some point, the asylum burned down. So the seven gates of hell in Pennsylvania is apparently one of the entrances. And then the goats, the goats, the gates of Guinea in New Orleans, which, uh, so that's another one in the U.S. So, Nolens, I've not been to Nola. Oh, you haven't? But, uh, You'd like it. Just stay away from most of the areas. We were literally, there was, it's, so the one of the famous places is like the cemetery and you have to go with a group because they'll mug you in the cemetery. Wasn't it like washed away? I no, mean, no, it's there. It's there. Well, other cemeteries were washed away, but this the the one the one where they're supposed to be. It's going to draw you there because all the haunted history, but you're not supposed to go there because alone. Okay, because it's yeah. So we went to another one, and I felt just as petrified. I was like, I I, I like lived in you know I have that New York, so you got to be on twenty four seven ready. So I'm like super paranoid, right. uh, and I, I was like, oh, we're just going to stay around the town. Uh, New Orleans is like everybody's you know, really intoxicated. So at yeah, night, of course. I'm like, we'll just go in early. I would like to see some of it. That's for sure. Oh, it's, uh, it's really cool looking. It's definitely, but I would be very touristy about it. And I fully admit that, you know, I think you have to be, I mean, I didn't, I, you have to be. And plus I would just be prepared that they don't have like fruits and vegetables. Well, what would I eat? I, besides you fried music, food yeah. and you drink sugar drinks filled with alcohol. Oh, well, okay. That's, it hurts I can you do that. It hurts. Like, it hurt me. There's, oh, yeah. You can feel your body breaking down. Like, that sounds like the way I used to do conventions for comics. It's, it's like, like I, yeah. as soon as I would get home, I'm like, give me all the kale you have. Yeah, like, if I get like, really drunk, like, I want some fruit. That's the one time, like, I'm like, give me fruit. Like, me, <laughs> like I want to feel healthy. And they didn't have that. They just had their spicy, uh, their Cajun. Spicy. See, I don't like spicy food, and I don't eat seafood or meat. So You're in trouble. I think you need to pack a lot, pack your lunches. So I would probably have to, yeah. So I'd have to fend for myself regarding real food, but I love dessert. As long as you like alcohol. You so I love alcohol and dessert. On it, and uh, I was getting those giant, like touristy, huge uh, drinks. You know, just giant. Yeah. anything that came with a toy. Like they look, look like a toy. I was like, I'll take it. It looks like a shark. I'm gonna drink it. But it's really the food killed me because my stomach can't handle their spice, the spices stuff, and it was so hot. Like even French fries are hot there. That's weird. I'm crying while eating the French fries. Oh my god, that's so weird. <laughs> and then you get mugged in the cemetery, but it's awesome. No, yeah, I don't want to be mugged. I don't want to be arrested. Um, and it's really but cool, I though. Would... it is like it is like um. The vampire diet, you know. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I do, it's got all of this this paranormal history. That's why I want to go. And you can see Anne Rice's house, mm-hmm. which is beautiful, and, and a house where Mark Twain partied. 
Okay. It's kind of like the little suburb in New Orleans. It's really cool. The houses are beautiful. It's really I I highly recommend New Orleans. Well, apparently you can get to the underworld there too. And go to the underworld, which I'm now pissed. I didn't see the I saw what I thought was the underworld, but I think I was just having like too many hurricanes. <laughs> there there's no underworld in Jersey, I don't believe. I think there has to be because I'm pretty sure it's a hellmouth in itself. Yeah, I don't believe. I, I think New Jersey itself is a hellmouth. I don't know how much Chris Christie charges people to get in. I mean, because if you think about it, the like Hellboy is even set here. Is he? It's yeah, like the the um, it's under it's like in the in Newark, like oh, under a bridge. That makes sense. Like to get to the um, oh god, it's what were they called? Like the BPRD yeah. office. Well, that makes sense. I mean, Newark. Newark. Okay. I mean, the, when you, your but hockey I, team is named after the devil. The devil, the Jersey, Jersey devil. devil. Okay. But, um, but you know, I think the I think if there were a Hellmouth opening, other than digging through the um, you know subways of Newark or whatever is down there, um, then probably in the Pine Barrens, yeah. <laughs> Because nobody goes there. No, like I mean, it was a famous episode of Sopranos, so I just want to know. I want to know where the Russian is. There's a guy in it that got lost in that episode, and they never revealed it. <laughs> like it's one of the greatest episodes of the Sopranos ever. It takes place in the Pine Barrens, so it's always intrigued me. But like that, knowing the Jersey Devil there, it kind of terrifies me. Oh, but I, I would imagine that that would be the sort of thing like, you know, like you'd want to draw. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It depends on what it is. In the X-Files, the Jersey Devil's a woman. She's like a cave woman. That's what they Oh, want. interesting. Yeah, it's like a like a cave, you know, a woman that never evolved. And okay. Mulder loved her, of course. Like Oh, well, of course. <laughs> the Jersey Devil is like, it's it's awful. Like, I mean, if you're going to have a, a state demon like why does ours have to look so stupid <laughs> hey he's better it, it looks as better than a chupacabra it's, it's it is better than a chupacabra i'll give you that it really um, what it looks like so you can make it whatever you want i mean it's sort of like horse it's not even like cool horse with wings i think it should be upgraded to better horse with wings yeah and well Marilyn has the goat man yeah which is pretty yeah. amazing it's a goat man instead it's of big but they man. have a goat man and I knew I got a story. Somebody saw him, literally saw the goat man, like and not. And it, it was like uh, one of my my wife's old coworker's son. It wasn't like not just joke. one of those survivalist people in the woods. No, or? just a legit spotting of a goat. I've gotten some legit stories that make <laughs> you like from like real people, you know, not people just making up stories. Like I got a real Bigfoot family sighting, a whole family Bigfoot in Texas. Wow. And these are such down to earth stories. They're not, you know, and you're just like, you need to videotape these things if you see a family of Bigfoot. You know, I think if you have a gathering of Bigfoot, you should. Even now, nobody can get crystal clear footage, and that annoys me because everybody well, has. That's what's, yeah, that's what I mean. Like everybody's got a phone. I mean, if you can get a picture of Kim Kardashian walking into her apartment, right. you can take a picture of a Bigfoot. Why don't the paparazzi stalk these paranormal creatures instead of celebrities? It really should because I want evidence that the Jersey Devil is far better looking than what the internet implies. Right. I think I think if you can uh, 
We should take a trip out there and just spend an afternoon looking for the Jersey Devil. But then I'm afraid, like, it's going to turn out like Blair Witch. <laughs> so I hate the woods. And I hate camping. Oh, yeah. That, it didn't terrify me, but the very thought of camping, I hated. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is camping. I hate camping. I agree with these people. When they started freaking out, it wouldn't be because, you know, people are building stick statues. It's just the fact that you... No, it would be nature touching. Yeah, like, I'm on the ground and it's cold. Like, I'd be crying just like she did, but yeah. just because I'm in camping. Like, I, I was in the Boy Scouts, and I hated it. Well, if we can go during the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to the Pine Barrens at night. I really, no. like, have you seen that episode of The Sopranos? No. It's terrifying. Because they were trying to kill this guy, this Russian, and then he gets away. And it's just the fact that they're kind of trapped in the woods, and they're mafia guys, and they're not used to it. <laughs> that's got to be hilarious. They're three hundred dollar loafers getting yes, ruined. And... That's actually a part of it. And they had to eat ketchup. That's all they had in the car. Oh my god! They were literally lost. Like, and you know, and they have they have phones, but the service is crappy because it's pine barrens. Yeah. And I was just like, man, they never found the Jersey Devil. Well, I can attest to that as having been in the Catskills for the weekend with no phone service. Like, what happens if I need help? I get bad service like in the city. Yeah, I've had that problem too. Like I. I that service is bad, I think, everywhere. So I know what it's all about, especially if it were in the woods. But did you did you see the new Blair Witch? No, no, I don't watch scary. <gasps> Never gonna happen. It, it's probably all fancy. It's like a new remake, so I don't think it'll be that scary. Oh well, oh well. But is that your recommendation? That that. As far as entertainment coming up, <laughs> what, are, what are your what are your recommendations? Watch the Blair Witch from '96 or whatever it was. No, um, what have I seen? I'm trying to think. I thought I saw something recently that was scary. I always I still like the Babadook. I, oh, okay. No, I've seen. I've just seen the costume, yeah. and it's scary. Like, I can't even stand the like. If I if the cover art freaks me out, there's there's not enough of Babadook in the movie. It's not, that's not really a spoiler. There should be more Babadook. And it has the most annoying child actor you'll ever see. <laughs> and I like all of the Paranormal Activity movies, even though they get cheesier and cheesier. Like, I just, I'm addicted to those movies. I don't, I think, I think with my recommendation for horror movies are to watch the ones from the 80s. Okay, the real, like, you know... Before it was just torture. Yeah, I don't like the torture. Yeah, when it was actual scary. Yeah, I think I, I don't like the torture horror movies. I like the slasher because uh, usually a girl always wins. You know, there's the last girl. Can you hear my pug snoring? No. I'm busy trying to not get stung by a yellow jacket that has the, been the third one in the room today. We've got a lot of stuff going on with it. Like, seriously, talking about portals of evil things. Like, I'm expecting the, that bug man from Constantine to come in. Oh, Candyman's a good movie. Maybe you'd like that with bees. No, I have a, I have a bug problem. I can't deal with bugs. I'm trying to think of a horror movie you could watch. Um, like Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic are where it's going to be for me. What about Psycho? I've never watched Oh, my. Psycho. No. So no. good. That show's good too. That's on Netflix. I, I probably could. I think it's the TV um, show. I think you'd like the TV show. It's not really. It's it's a very good. See, I was unsure of it, you know, because it was kind of modern. the The main actor does such a wonderful tribute 
oh, that's to good. Anthony Perkins. Oh, I loved it. He's just like him. Um, so I like Psycho a lot. Anthony Perkins is just kind of creepy no matter what he's in. Like, I saw him in an episode of Columbo, and he was just creepy. That, poor, that movie typecast him. It's so sad. He was a romantic lead before that. Wow. And then you could tell he's just so good at that character. I mean, I think James Spader is creepy. He is creepy. He's even creepier now that he's bald. Yeah, he's just... He's creepy as Ultron, too. I didn't like him as Ultron. <laughs> didn't. I just didn't like it. But he sang that Pinocchio song. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Want to wanna be a real boy? Yeah, that was like a Disney... Disney's yeah. like, you have to do Pinocchio in this. You, oh, you have to connect this to our other branding. <laughs> I wonder if I can challenge people to look up a terrible horror movie, and that'll be my recommendation. Okay. Ghoulies 2. 2. Uh, okay. To so, see Ghoulies 1, you watch Ghoulies 2. It is the Godfather 2 of Ghoulies movies. I highly recommend it. I didn't know there was a 2. There is actually like a 3 and I think a 4, and I have not seen 3 or 4. Okay, so how can people find you online to to follow up on these recommendations? Oh, God. Well, you can complain about Ghoulies 2 to me at... H C N O E L H C Noel at on Twitter. Um, I am uh, I believe Howie Noel on Instagram because somebody took my old name. You know they just yeah I know my name's different on all of them. Oh, they sit on your. This woman took my name and then sat on it because I had quit after the copyright thing, but now I'm back on. Uh, Howie Noel. So just Howie Noel. I don't know what Howie Noel is doing. And then. Well, Terranormal.com, you find a lot of creepy stories on there, including that goat man and Bigfoot story. And that's it. I guess if you want to add me on Facebook, you just look for Howie Knoll. Okay. So when can we um, expect more volumes of Terranormal? What's your schedule? Uh, we have a recent one that I'm adding on Amazon. Uh, it's called Season of Evil, and that's coming on Amazon this month. i got to get Shelly. Shelly adapts them all onto Amazon for me. So she's busy with real life. But we'll have them ready for Halloween on Amazon. It is now on Comixology. So all eight issues are available at Comixology. And the last two are only 99 cents uh, for new fans. And um, and then uh, there'll be a third book next year as I get to special issue 10, which I never thought I'd do. So, yeah, we'll have a new one just in time for Halloween next year. That's probably... That's the next paranormal, and I'm working on a current current book that's super secret. That's an autobiography, and will deal with um, my anxieties in life. And I'm working on that now, and it's frightening for me. But it's not. I'm sure it's frightening for you, but I look forward to Thank to reading it. Thank you. It's not. It's my first non horror book. Yeah. Everything I do is horror and blood, and this is. I'm I, well. I'm doing um, some nonfiction too. I'm doing a book for um, like modern witchcraft, ooh. and uh, ooh, I don't know. So I don't have a, a timetable for that yet. But hopefully, my second novel will be out soon. Yeah. Um, in the Farrah Weathers mystery series, it's called Full Body Manslaughter. So just <laughs> fun down. I, I that one I got from somebody else, another artist, is, and as a matter of fact. So um, is, I like I like those book those mystery story series, you know. Cause I, yeah. I work with friends at all for a long time, and I was like, how do they come up with these titles? So I love puns. I absolutely adore puns. So I was grateful for uh, Tony for recommending that that title, and uh, Thomas Boatwright helping me on the artwork again. 
So he's doing the cover again, so that way it matches with the first book. So listeners can basically just go on Amazon and get our books and have the best Halloween ever. Yes, that is the thing. And so if you want to talk um, Halloween movies that are less scary, like Halloween Town, like, like you know, anything from XD Disney, you know. <laughs> Some of those movies are scary. Come on. Um, you know. At least two uh, isn't scary. You can do you want to have a Good Witch Marathon on Netflix with me? A Good Witch Marathon? There is literally no witchcraft in this show. It is so disappointing. I keep watching it and hoping. And it's like, how many episodes does it take till there's witchcraft? What was that? What's that? Is that the same title? What's that old movie from the 80s? The witch movie? Oh, what is it? There's some witch movie. Oh, it's really bad. I'm trying to remember it and I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. I don't do you know watch Practical Magic? Magic? I do watch Project like over and over again. Wow, I am also has a good sound. I have never seen it before, and I'm halfway through. Okay. Well, we got stopped, but I was like, it's dark because it's the '90s, so there's that serious turn. Yeah, <laughs> it does because you think it's over, but it's not over. Yeah, I was. We're halfway through, and it's good. Like I, because I like, I like, uh, I, I like Nicole Kidman. So, uh, so I'm like watching. I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the '90s because the music. Which I love because yeah. it's 90s music. There's some Stevie Nicks in there. Yeah. Yes. And also, there's a bizarre abusive scene. You know? Yeah. And you're like, I didn't think it was going to be this kind of movie. And then, um, But I also, but speaking of Nicole Kidman, the Bewitched movie, I find adorable. I do too. So many people hate that movie. I love so it. many people hate it. I, I think it's an absolutely wonderful watch. I love it. I own that on DVD. Yeah. So they're both on Netflix if you're if you're looking them up. Um, These recommendations. You are staying away from the horror. I do. As um, if you want to go oldie though, um, old timey, I, the Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Uh, what is that? It's an old black and white movie. It was a TV show, but um, but the the original was a black old black and white movie. Um, the woman is a writer, and well, she. What it is is the ghost comes, she buys this big haunted house, and the ghost is this salty sea captain who's just like, you know, nobody else would have put up with. But they fall in love, and so she writes his story, and she becomes like this, you know, successful writer because of his story. Because he's a ghost, he can't sit down at the typewriter and write it. So she gets all the money? So, well, yeah, it's to, you know, so that she can stay in the house with him. Do they have romantic? They they do, and then she dies. So then they can be together forever. That's so disturbing. Yeah, I mean that's disturbing. That didn't happen in Ghost. <laughs> like Patrick Swayze wasn't like, now you should die, and I'm with now me. you should die to be with me. Be with me forever. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think uh, I think it was a pretty good for old timey. Like tension had some real tense moments, like you know the the shutters go flying open in the storm. Does he get angry? Yeah, he gets angry. Yeah. See him, and they well, you have to have that uh, romantic movie breakdown where they're kind of fighting, mm-hmm. and then they get back together. And then they're and then they're like they realize they like each other. And yeah. she dies. Yep. <gasps> it seems like a it seems like a really cool old house. <laughs> I'm glad I never met a ghost. I love that much. <laughs> It'd be a real bummer. Oh, and I always recommend The Shining. Okay, The Shining. That's the hotel where you can't do uh, you can't do ghost hunts anymore. Oh uh, yes, the actual the Stanley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Stanley. They that's just, yeah, that's sad. I went there and it is super haunted. I heard whistling in the middle of a room. 
for no reason yeah. at all. It is, it is a, it is really cool. Oh, and a super haunted music hall. That's the weird thing. It's a separate building, and the ghost would sing along with your recorder. No joke. It makes your flashlight go with the music. Ooh. If you could package that for Christmas time, you'd have the biggest toy in the market. There you it's go. saying Jeremiah was a is a bull, was a bullfrog <laughs> from Three Dog Day. Yeah, it really loved the '70s. So I don't. Uh, hopefully that changes. You know, I don't know what has to be done to get them to have it back to to open the the hunts again. Yeah, it's kind of tours or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's famous. The Jim Carrey left that room where Stephen King stayed. He left that room in the middle of the night because it's haunted. The room he stayed in, and that's where I heard the whistling. Like he literally balded from the hotel. Maybe they just need a break. <laughs> the ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> and the poor people that have to work through that. Well, they still have to work there. They just don't have to deal with the ghost hunters anymore. That's what I mean. Like, so maybe they just need a little break from the tourism. Isn't that the point of a yes. hotel? Come on. Yeah, it? you'd think it's like you, you know. Yeah, it's like you probably would have closed thirty years ago if not. You know. Yeah, like right after Stephen King put it in the book. Yeah. Apparently the other one, uh, there's all, apparently there's like where they film the movie, like so it's a big set, but there's also an organ. I don't know. I never been to that one. But the outside of it, I think, is a different hotel. Oh. The okay. actual movie. Yeah, I'm disappointed that the house in Practical Magic is not a real house. <laughs> somebody, I saw somebody on Facebook made a replica though, so maybe you can have it. Oh well, that'd be neat. It's like a dollhouse. Oh. It's coming back. Practical Magic is becoming very popular again. It should be. Well, they're supposedly going to, you know, remake the craft. I don't know. I don't want them to touch Practical Magic, except unless they do something cool like, well, you know, because the daughters, they sort of like set it up like, you know, there's two daughters now. They can do that soft reboot thing that Jurassic World did. Mm -hmm. That's the hot thing, you know. It's a sequel, but it's not. Like it's like it's just yeah it's like part of the brand but not you know just do what Star Wars did and remake the movie but with the original characters you know like handing off the torch and then people eat it up yeah so that it has to be a new story though does, not to remake the story does, like because Star Wars didn't do that <laughs> well so I know but that's why it's that's why there are three movies that are dreadful I don't think it's See, I don't think you. I think Disney proved you don't have to create a new story. You don't, well, no, not if you have Disney money. Yeah, you can just remake that same movie. I mean, Disney could make a Practical Magic cartoon, and it would be just fine, you know. And then call it something else. And call it, you know, whatever. Yeah, Magic Practically. Magic Practically. Oh, do it. Magically Practical. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> they could have um, Sandra Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman be ghosts in this one. Yeah, sort of like Beetlejuice, yeah. you know. There's supposed to be a new Beetlejuice. What? They always tease it, and it's never getting made. So annoying. They Because Michael Keaton can do it at any age with the makeup. That's true. Dude, I'm... But there, there's, um, I forget what, what the feed was, but there's some something about bootlegs. And there was a, so there was like a fake Beetlejuice costume oh, called yeah. Juice, Juice Demon. Juice Demon. <laughs> it looked legit to me. Demon, it's so nasty. You don't realize that when you're a kid and you watch it because I love the cartoon too. Because I always liked Michael Keaton. The cartoon was great. Yeah, and then you don't realize like they kind of—he's actually really creepy. 
He's yeah. actually a total pervert. And in the oh, absolutely. Sweet friends, he's actually a horrible monster. Yeah. No, I wondered why on earth they would, they, you know. Well, Lydia was trying to not marry him. But he's Michael Keaton. and He might be gross and have bugs. But he's Michael. he's Michael Keaton. So there's still some charm. But he was a horrible thing. <laughs> it's sort of like that bad boy that you want to, you know, rehabilitate, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It, and he's really stinky. But she's drawn uh, to it. Because I think he had charm in the beginning and then he was just a complete creep. Right, sort of like that toddler that hasn't been, you know, given any etiquette left. Yeah. I mean, was he a demon or was he like a, a he was a normal person before him? Well, he was a demon. He says he's a demon. So he's like the worst thing you could let in your house. Was, yeah. He unleashed that. Well, his parents were terrible. Her, her dad in that movie is a registered sex offender, so he kind of deserved whatever he gets. That's a tough thing about that movie, that actor, you know? Is that that guy? Yeah, he's in it. He's almost in every Tim Burton movie. The dude from Howard. From 7th Heaven? Was that the guy? Oh, or that's, just... another, that's another one. That's another guy. Another registered sex offender. No, this is the red-haired guy that was the principal in Ferris Bueller. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yes, I know. It makes it movies. makes things. Like, he was in Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Yes. And it's like, ooh, dude, damn. Yeah, you're killing me when I watch this. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, I mean that you don't you don't end a podcast better than that. Then talking about sex offenders, yeah. yeah. Hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. Practical magic. And yes, practical magic and the ripoff, magically practical. The sequel. The sequel. Um, But yeah, so keep an eye out for all of our new books and projects and things that are going on. So are you doing any more Kickstarters for for these books then that um, we should be aware of? I will have a Kickstarter, I think, I think either April or May. Um, so you got a lot of time. So just in time, you know, for everybody to get their tax re- return. Um, <laughs> I think I'll maybe do that. Plus, if it's in April, I can say it's for my birthday. Um, but I just right now, just telling people to check out the Living Corpse Kickstarter with my friends. Yes, please do. Ken, Buzz, and Blair. I ran into Blair like randomly at a library convention. (laughs) We were were doing this really small library event, and I'm like, I know you. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm just kind of sharing that as if it was kind of mine, you know, but I don't have to do it as much. And uh, and, uh, I backed it, so... I because I I love those guys so that's pretty much the kickstartering for right now and then I will have I'll have one next year. There's so I don't like to you know have too many in a year man. Right. So you're not saturating yeah. and depleting people. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. And I don't I don't usually I only message like I get messages all the time from people I don't know like saying can you back this and I'm like I don't know you like it. Yeah. Buy me dinner and then we'll talk. So. Oh. Whereas I'm a shill, I'm like, let's keep the show going so I can keep paying for my website domain and hosting, and that's at Patreon, patreon.com slash Ambroidmast. There you go, hit the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Ambroidmast, and that way you can, like, basically it's a monthly tip jar, is what it is, and I greatly appreciate it. And we tell you all about creepy stuff, so tip. We will. Yeah, we will. So um, you can follow me on Twitter at Elizabeth Amber and everything else is at amberandmask.com. You can learn about the uh, the witch book that's in progress. Yeah. And, and then hopefully full body manslaughter will be out soon. Full body. Full body manslaughter. I cannot take credit for that name. Thank you, Anthony Lee. 